0: Okay, here we go. Praise the Lord. Okay. Oh, I want us to start Oh, in, uh, and, you know, I tell you, this is, you say, well, I, I know all that. But, yep, you know, it's something about the Bible because, see, it's from the Lord. I want to show you something in Mark chapter, Mark chapter 4 first. And it's, remember, Mark, is this the history of, look at verse chapter 1. Here begins the wonderful story of Jesus. It's just a quick story about Jesus. So we divide it up in numbers to help us find things. And I just happen to know in the fourth chapter is something that Jesus, notice he says, listen, a farmer decided to sow some grain. Now, what is that? Let's flip it to the King James and you'll go, oh my gosh. Yes. I remember that story. See, look at this. Behold, there went out a sower to sow. (laughs) Well, I don't call myself a sower. I'm like, you know, I'm going to plant a garden this year. Okay. I'm a gardener. You know, when you go to the garden section, you don't go to the sower section down there at Lowe's, okay? But anyway, look what he said right here. Let's go back to the Living Bible just a second. A farmer decided to sow some, some grain. Okay, you know the story. He threw it at some of them, got on the ground, blah, 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 okay? Afterwards, when he was alone, the 12, the 12 that's the disciples and other disciples, uh, they asked him, what does your story mean? Look what he says. You are permitted. You know why? If you ask, he'll give it to you. But if you just walk away from Jesus, uh, but if you ask, he'll give it to you. You're permitted to know some truths about the kingdom of God that are hidden to those outside the kingdom. Though they see, they'll not understand and turn to God and be forgiven for their sins. Uh, If you can't understand this simple illustration, what will you do about all the others I'm going to tell? The farmer I talked about is anyone who brings God's message. Okay. Now, you can bring it to yourself, too. Brings God's message to others trying to plant good seed in their lives. The hard path. Look what he says. Remember the stony ground? The hard pathway where some seed fell represents the hard hearts of some who hear God's message. Look at that. Satan. You don't believe Jesus believes in Satan, do you? Uh, Yeah, he's a fallen angel. There's history in the scriptures. Ezekiel, actually 28, right in there, tells us about him. Also, Isaiah spoke about him in the 14th chapter something like that. You could actually, you know, you could find that pretty easy. But anyway, Satan's a real person. Angel, fallen. He says, Satan comes, look at how quickly, at once to try to make them forget it. Okay, now let's move on. Let's go to Genesis. And that's why when you come back over here to Genesis, it's like, praise the Lord. I'm glad we read chapter 1 again. Because it's like, what is so magical about me? Forgetting some of this stuff. So here we go. Genesis chapter 1. When God began creating the heavens and the earth, of course, he never created it. Yes, he did. You throw away this chapter, you can go straight to Jesus, throw him away too. Because he references this. All right. The earth was a shapeless, chaotic mass. The Spirit of God brooding over the dark vapors. God said, let there be light. And light appeared. Now remember, the sun wasn't created till day 4. So where did this come from? Well, it's just like what I did with my trailer the other day. I didn't wait for sunshine. I had a temporary light. Okay. All right, so anyway, and there was light, and God was pleased with it. He divided the light from the darkness. He called the, day, the, the light daytime, the darkness nighttime. Together, look what he says. Don't jump to conclusions or hidden meanings. Together, they formed the first day. And God said, let the vapors separate to form the sky above and the oceans. But remember, we're not talking the heavens. He's still working on this model right here. It's right here. That's what's so beautiful about our Bible versus being a piece of bacteria, which is what evolution teaches, you know. And it doesn't work. It's, it's, it's all the theories. They don't work, you know. Big Bang. Well, if it's Big Bang, everything's going. You you try to run your boat down Gunnersville Lake. Which way do your waves go? Well, I want my waves to go in a circle. They ain't going to go in no circle unless you run in a circle. Those waves are going to go out. Big Bang's supposed to go out. We got galaxies, which is, we're in our own galaxy. Not solar system, but our galaxy. It's even massive, okay? It's spinning this way. A lot of them are spinning this way, but we got some goofy ones out there. They're going the other way. Another thing that's interesting is some of them are still real tight. They're, not, they're, not, they're still spreading out, which means time ain't been that long. Hello. God created all this stuff. So here we go. Let the water uh, beneath the skies be gathered into oceans so that the, uh, oh yeah, so, no, I messed up. So God made the sky dividing the vapor above the water below. This all happened on the second day. So now we got water above and then water below, Okay. Which is basically what you got in the atmosphere. Okay, here we go. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky be gathered into oceans so that the dry land will emerge. And so it was. Then God named the dry land Earth. He didn't say Mars or nothing or the planets. It's Earth and the water seas. And God was pleased. And He said, Let the earth births forth with every sort of grass and seed-bearing plant and fruit trees with seeds within their fruit, so that these seeds, now think about it. If you ever wanted to mess around with something you're chewing on, you go, I'm going to plant that. It never turns out something else. It always turns out to be an apple. Potatoes and whatever and all that kind of stuff, wherever the seed is, they wind up being potatoes. Uh, so that the seeds will produce the kinds of fruits, plants and fruits they came from. And so it was, and God was pleased. This all occurred on the third day. Now, some people try to say, well, it was millions of years, so you're just trying to, you can't believe God can do these things. Oh, my goodness. He did it all, and that's what we're getting to today. Uh, it, It's so awesome when you read the scriptures here. Let me go to, uh, let's see when Abraham's, Uh, here we go. Uh, The Lord appeared to Abraham while he was living in the oak grove of Mamre. This is what happened. One hot summer afternoon, see the history? He didn't say, let me give you a little spiritual story. No, this actually happened. So he, he stopped him and he said, hey, stay with me a little while. Let me get you something to eat. I'm just paraphrasing. Let's see what the Lord says. The Lord says, where's Sarah, your wife? Well, she's in the tent. Next year, now remember, he's 100. Next year, and Sarah's 80. Sarah uh, will have a son. Sarah was listening from the tent behind. Now read ahead. Look at this. And they were both very old. Sarah was long past the time she could have children. It tells us how old. She was 100. Wouldn't you say that's too old to have a child? So the dates and numbers are correct. Okay. Sarah laughed silently and said, A woman at my age have a baby? A person like you, me, whatever, has cancer? Get over it. You could say the same thing here. Yeah, but Richard, is, I'm in such financial trouble here. Look what he says. And a husband as old as mine. Then God said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old man have, an old woman like me have a baby? Look at that. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Now, that's the one who created everything. Is anything too hard? Well, as you know, it happened. Praise the Lord. And that child was named Isaac, which meant laughter. Okay. Here we go, back to Genesis 1 again. So here we go. So wow, so day three, we already have uh, plants growing. What do you need if you've got plants? You've got to have some water, and you got to have some, what else? Sunshine. So here it comes. Oh, before we get there, that all happened on the third day. Then God said, let the bright lights appear in the sky to give light to the earth and identify the day and night. They'll bring about the seasons on the earth and mark the days and years. So now I have a real problem here with thinking that, Those were not real dates and times they were. And don't forget, Jacob, when he yes, Jacob, when Jacob went to see Pharaoh, Joseph was already there. Remember, he's second to Pharaoh and now his dad's there and he introduces his dad to Pharaoh and Pharaoh says, how old are you? And Jacob says, I'm 138 years old, but I'm not near as old as some of my relatives. Wow. Abraham lived to be 175. Boy, that's clicking along, isn't it? All right, here we go. God made two huge lights, the sun and the moon, to shine upon the earth. The larger one, the sun, to preside over the day, and the smaller one, the moon, to preside through the night. He also made the stars. Others, so by the way, and, and NASA and other people, unfortunately, it's a, we're looking for life out there, and whatever. you're not going to find it. And they'll say we think we found water, and they probably did find water, but there's no life out there. The life is here. It's all we're going to uncover. Rock someday and find out that the Bible's alive. They ain't uncovered it yet. The Bible is true. We can stand on it. Laura and I were talking a little while ago about standing on the promises because we heard Alan Jackson saying it. Those promises are real. It's not fairy tales. You can actually stand on these promises. So look what the Lord says. He created all this. So you can see why it's, uh, you know, the devil comes immediately to steal this and try to say, no, it never happened. Okay. So it all happened on the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters teem with fish and other life. Let the sky be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea animals, every sort of fish, every kind of bird. God looked upon them with pleasure, blessed them all. Multiply, stock the oceans, he told them, to the birds. Let your numbers increase, fill the earth. Wow. And we start reading all this stuff and it comes down to us. Why would you ever want to believe that God doesn't want your children or whatever, grandchildren or whatever, the end of your genealogy is going to quit if you don't have kids. Oh, but it might be the Lord's will. It might be the medical knowledge's will because they don't know how to get beyond this. And they give you the pictures and say you are unable to have a child. Try Sarah. She's 100 years old, medical doctor. I love your profession. I love what you're doing. Save lives, but don't help me in church. I'm not going to believe you. I'm not mad at them, but sometimes they'll get mad at you for believing all this stuff. They go, wow, you're just a Christian because you were raised a Christian. Well, I thank God I was raised as a Christian. I found out on my own this stuff works. There we go. So, then God, that was the fifth day. Then God said, let the earth bring forth every kind of animal, cattle, reptiles, wildlife of every kind. And so it was. God made all sorts of wild animals, cattle, reptiles. And God was pleased with what he had done. Then he said, that's all of them. Then let's make a man. Someone like ourselves to be the master of all life on the earth and in the skies and in the seas. And women, folk, don't worry, because remember, here it is. You're right in there with them. So God made man, look at that, like his maker. I tell you, that's why Satan doesn't want you to know anything. He wants to steal everything that God tells you. A lot of times you'll read your Bible and you'll come across a a favorite verse and you'll go, "I, I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, it's by design. You know, the Lord has to remind you. Somebody else is trying to say, hey, look at that bird over there. I was talking to a guy at work. I love the people I work with. And I wrote my boss back saying, hey, don't worry about something I found it. And he goes, yeah, I saw a squirrel. <laughs> and he meant he got distracted. And I thought, yeah, it's like that movie, you know, what's that one? That, I saw, yeah, up, yeah. I saw a squirrel, whatever. And God blessed them and told them, multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Wow, look at that. You're masters of the fish and birds and the animals. And look, I've given you the seed-bearing plants. Oh. Uh, uh, throughout the whole earth and all the fruit trees for your food and I've given all the grass plants for the animals, birds, for their food. God looked over all he made. It was excellent in every way. That ended the sixth day. Now, let's go check up on Mr. Jesus just a moment. Look what Jesus said. All right, vast crowds followed him. Matthew chapter 19, they tried to trap him into saying something that would ruin him. Richard, you're not going to talk about divorce, are you? Well, I'm just going to show you what Jesus said. Okay, look at this. Do you permit divorce? Look at that. Don't you read the scriptures? See, we're supposed to keep reading. Now, look what he says. In them it's written that in the beginning, look at that, in the beginning, well, at least I believe this. Is, no, because remember, Jesus was the one that created them in the beginning. Wow. He created them, man and woman. Wow. Jesus thinks that happened. Let's go to the smartest guy in the world. Uh let's start out with I wanted it let's see, it's not hang on. We're talking about Solomon here. Let's go to oh uh, I want to use two, 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 two. Second Kings three. Let's do this. Here we go. That ain't right, excuse me. It's oh I forgot it's first Kings. He's right at the front. First Kings three. Here we go. Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and married one of his daughters. He brought her. You know who Solomon is. You got Saul was the first king, then King David. King David's son was Solomon. Who was her mother? Oh, that slut. Oh, really? It's just life, you know. The details are there. If you really want to get into it? David's one that committed murder, tried to cover it all up. Uh, uh, let's let's get your husband to work on the front line. We'll send him to the Russian front. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, you can't can't have blessing out of sin, can you? Yeah, you can. Look at that. So here we are. Solomon, he made an alliance with Pharaoh. He married one of his daughters. He brought her to Jerusalem to live in the city of David until he could finish building his palace and the temple and the wall around the city. See, this was 1,500 years before what we read last week. Okay. At that time the people of Israel sacrificed their altars their offerings on the altars in the hills for the temple of the Lord had not been built yet. Solomon loved the Lord and followed all his father David's uh, oh, whatever instructions whatever. Yeah. Except that he continues to sacrifice in the hills and offer incense there. The most famous hilltop altars was at Gibeon and now the king went there and sacrificed a thousand burnt offerings. Wow. Now remember his dad died. The Lord appeared to him in a dream and told him he could ask for anything he wanted and it would be given to him. Now, you know, Jesus said the same thing to you and I. Whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, I'll give it to you. He says, hitherto you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and it'll be given anyway, to going. Solomon replied and said, you're wonderfully kind to my father David. He was an honest and true faithful. He was and true and faithful to you and obeyed your commands. I'm reading from 1 Kings chapter 3. Uh, You have continued your kindness to him by giving uh, him a son, I think, yeah, to succeed him. Oh, Lord, my God, now you have made me king instead of my father, David. Look at that. But I am a child who doesn't know his way around. Man, I tell you, I have felt that way. I mean, it's like where I'm at now at work. I'm like, I want to tell them I've not done this before. Now, I've been right up close to it. And my history in my life has, but I still had that. I didn't want to say it too loud, you know, that that I've not really done this because I was just privileged to be in this position. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, but I knew because of this that I could do it. Okay, watch this. And here I am among your chosen people. Remember about the size of all of Georgia now. A nation so great that there's almost too many people to count. There you go. Describe it. Look at that. Give me an understanding mind so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between what's right and wrong. For who by himself can, is able to carry such heavy responsibility? Well, you know already, history tells us the wisest person in all the world was who? Solomon. Look at this. Of course, this is all lies. It never happened. Well, how can everybody knows about it? That's because it did happen. The Lord was pleased with his reply and was glad that Solomon asked for wisdom. So he replied, because you've asked for wisdom in governing my people, and you haven't asked for long life or riches for yourself or the defeat of your enemies, yes, I'll give you what you asked for, but look at this. I mean, sometimes the Bible theology is so backwards. You know, God will bless you with a brand new car, but now you lost your job. That's stupid. If you got a brand new car, you gotta have a job, okay? But see, sometimes that's because we're feeling around like this, and we think, "Oh, let me tell you what the Lord told me." The Lord didn't tell them nothing about that. They just work their way around, and they're just they're playing by what they see. Yeah, I don't understand it yet, but you know I have, I have a family. We we had five kids, and five of them died in the car wreck. You know, but there's something. There's a blessing in here. So, uh, cut that out. You need Jesus to help you. Praise the Lord. God will help you no matter what your disaster is. He said, I will give you, look at this, a wiser mind than anyone else has ever had or ever will be. And I will give you what you didn't ask for, riches and honor. No one in all the world will be as rich and famous as you are the rest of your life. Now, this is what steams the rest of the world about the Israelis. Because the Israelis know Solomon existed. We have a record of Solomon's temple. And it got wiped out when Nebuchadnezzar got there. But they rebuilt it again. Remember, it's called Herod's temple now. When it was redone along the time of Jesus. Whatever. No one in the world will be as rich and famous as you are for the rest of your life. Look at that. And I will give you a long life. Wow. Praise the Lord. And you and I have these same things too. Watch this. Look what he says. Uh, As long as you obey my father as uh, David did. Then Solomon woke up, realized it was a dream. He returned to Jerusalem, went into the tabernacle. And as he stood before the Ark of the Covenant, he sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings. Then he invited all his officials to a great banquet. Well, he's broke. No, he's not. Look at this. Soon afterward, two young... Richard, I thought we were reading the Bible. Don't be saying... This is history. Two prostitutes came to the king to have an argument settled. Notice the time frame right after they just had Popeye's chicken and having a good time. Solomon said, bring them in. Bring them in. Now, think about this. He's new. He's young. Sir, one of them began, we, have the, we live in the same house, just the two of us. Recently, I had a baby. When it was three days old, this woman had a baby too. But her baby died during the night when she rolled on it, uh, rolled on it during her sleep and smothered it. Oh, we need a government program because that baby should be taken away from you. Oh, just hold up. It's history. Okay, watch it. She got up in the night, took my son from beside me while I was asleep and laid her dead child in my arms and took mine to sleep besides her. And in the morning when I tried to feed, she, anyway, she said, man, the baby I was trying to feed was dead. Then she figured out it wasn't mine. Uh, when it became light, I saw that it wasn't my son at all. See, a woman would know. Okay, Then the other woman interrupted, oh, it certainly was her son, and the living child is mine. No, the first woman said, the dead one's yours. The living one's mine. So they argued back and forth. Where? Before this beautiful throne. This is a beautiful throne. We have descriptions of it too. Solomon's listened to it. Now, remember, he just asked the Lord for wisdom. Look, you know what happened here. The king said, let's get the facts straight. Both of you claim the living child. Each one says the dead child belongs to the other. All right, bring me a sword. <laughs> what? So a sword was brought to the king. Then he said, divide the living child in two and give half to each of these women. <laughs> well, you know what happened. Then the woman who really was the mother of the child, she hollered out, no, no, no. Give the child to the other. She loved him very much. She said, No, sir, give the child, don't kill him. But the other woman said, Yeah, right, let's just divide him. Look what the king did: give the baby to the one who wants him to live, for that's the mother. Don't you think Solomon was going, Oh, that's a close one. Oh, God. Now, the Lord did what he said he would, he gave him that wisdom. And you're that smart too. Jesus said, don't worry about what you are to say or to speak because the Lord will give you what to say. The Holy Spirit's on the inside of you. The word of the king's decision spread quickly throughout the entire nation and all the people were awed and they realized the great wisdom God had given to him. Wow. Now it doesn't end there. Let's go see some of the things that, uh, that he said. I want to go straight to, this is all Solomon right here. Proverbs, I'm going to go to 8. It's just one verse after another, but let's, let's look at this. Can you hear the voice of wisdom? This is Solomon. He wrote these down. She's standing at the city gates at every fork in the road, at the doors of every house. Listen to what she says. Listen to me, she calls. How foolish and naive you are. Let me give you some understanding. Oh, foolish ones, let me show you some common sense. Listen to me. I have a very important information for you. Everything I say is right and true, for I hate lies and every kind of deception. Okay? Well, Richard, where am I going to get all this stuff from? Well, (laughs) Solomon got it from the Lord. You can actually read it. You're reading some of it right here. My advice is wholesome and good. There's nothing of evil in it. My words are plain and clear to anyone with half a mind as long as it's open. My instruction is far more valuable than silver and gold. Look at this. For the value of wisdom is far above rubies. Nothing can be compared to it. Wisdom and good judgment live together. For wisdom knows where to discover knowledge and understanding. Anyone respects and fears God, he will hate evil. Uh, for wisdom hates pride, arrogance, corruption, and deceit of every kind. I mean, look how smart we all are. I mean, you know, a lot of people pay psychologists to get what you and I get here. And we get it free from Jesus. It ain't me. I mean, I'm not like, well, let will see, you. I've got to read my little book here and find out what we need. Uh, no, we just read the Bible. We just praise the Lord. No, he's not done. It's just constant. But watch this. I, wisdom, give good advice and common sense. Because of my, I, that's how I fixed the trailer the other night. I mean, and the other thing was, I had common sense enough to bring a bunch of stuff before I left. It was incredible. Look at this. I, he says, I, Because of uh, my strength, kings reign in power, rulers make just laws. I love all who love me, those who search for me shall find me. Unending riches and honor and justice and righteousness are mine to distribute. My gifts are better than the purest gold and silver in other words if you'll if you'll go to Jesus, go to the Bibles, your quickest way. To... God adds all this stuff to you, which is what Jesus said. Seek first the kingdom, all these things be added to. you. My paths are those of justice and right. Those who love and follow me are indeed look at that wealthy I th- it's, this stuff is trailing me, and I know who to blame it's the lord. It's not like boy, I got lucky. I met somebody, a general. He's taking care of me all my life. No, the general I know is Jesus. Praise the Lord. If I lose everything, I'm going to get right back at it. Look at that. I feel their treasures. Praise the Lord. The Lord, look at, oh, oh, oh. This is where I was heading. The Lord formed me in the beginning when, well, that's a lie. No, he created, God was so smart. When he created, before he created everything else. From ages past, I am. Look at that, existed before the earth began. I lived before the oceans were created, before the bubbling forth of the waters onto the earth, before the mountains and the hills, look at that, were made. Yes, I was born before God made the earth and the fields and the first handfuls of soil. I was there when he established the heavens and formed the great springs in the depths of the earth. I was there when he set the limits of the sea and gave them instructions not to spread beyond their boundaries. Don't worry about tsunamis. I know I thought about that because the news, you know, you never know the earth, the earth. You go down there and enjoy the Gulf Shores and all of a sudden you might get engulfed, you know. God set boundaries right there. Say, well, what about the tsunamis? Well, if I was in one, I would survive. The Lord would help you. He would. Anyway, let's keep going. I was the craftsman as his side. I was his constant delight, rejoicing always in his presence. And now happy... I was with what he created, his wide world and all his family. Look at that. Look at it. His wide world and all his family of mankind. Well, I thought God was kicked off with us. No, he created us because he loved us all. God so loved the world. And so, young men, listen to me. For look at this. For how happy are all who follow my instructions. Listen to my counsel. Don't you remember Jesus saying, he that hath ears, let him hear. Okay, happy is the man who is so anxious to be with me that he watches for me daily at the gates and waits for me outside his home. Whoever finds me, look at that, finds life and wins approval from the Lord. But the one who misses me has injured himself irreparably. Those who refuse me show they love death. Now, let's go see a guy that we will close right here. A guy that got himself in trouble here toward the end, Mr. Job, okay. He wasn't such a saint because God is ticked off at this point. Job was basically saying, why'd this happen to me? I know, I know boy, if I had a chance, I'd tell him a thing or two. <laughs> Look what the Lord says. The Lord answered Job from the whirlwind. you imagine that? A static tornado, an F5. <laughs> yes, sir. Why are you using your ignorance to deny my providence? Now get ready for a fight. Now this is your Jesus talking. I'm going to demand some answers from him. You must reply. Were you, or where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? That's the reason it's so terrible to, to and it hurts you spiritually when you start thinking, well, I'm not going to think about the beauty of the earth and, and, and stuff like that. I got a real problem today. I got to pay rent, you know, or I got to buy this and I ain't got enough money. And what. Hold on a minute. God, look, just watch this. Tell me if you know so much. Do you know how its dimensions were determined? Oh, and who did the surveying? i tell you what, God was really doing some work on day one just to say, boom, let there be light. And then day two, man, he already had the waters above and the waters below. Look at this. What supports its foundation? You know, Job historically, uh, you know, they claim this is, uh, well, it's as old as the books of Moses. I mean, it's old. How'd somebody, the drunk guy, or smoking dope, or on drugs wrote drug this. Oh, really? When you study our solar system, do you see strings out there? We don't know what's holding this stuff up. Don't just sit there and say, "Well, it's the sun, the gravitational." They don't know to this day. Who laid the cornerstones as the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Who decreed the boundaries of the sea uh, when they gushed from the depths? Who clothed them with clouds and thick darkness and barred them from limiting, uh, by limiting their shores and said, Thus far you should go. In other words, the, don't forget, come any further. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, Lord, you're not claiming that, are you? <laughs> yes, he is. All things were made by him and for him, the scripture says. Thus far, you'll come no further, and here shall your proud waves stop. Have you ever once commanding the morning to appear and cause the dawn to rise in the east? Man, we got that every day to look at as a praise report. You know, God said it's always going to be there too. I mean, it's, it's almost something we ought to do every day. If, I know some of us are not up when the sun comes up, but a lot of times we're up, but we may be on the phone and the sun's, it's a beautiful sunset when even paying attention. Just remind yourself, hey, God created. wait, wow, praise the Lord. I'm telling you, a wow, quick thank you, Jesus, for that, and all of a sudden, see, God knows, it's just like one of your friends. If you, if you ignore your friends, they're going to ignore you. Jesus said the same thing. You ignore him, he's going to ignore you. You confess me before my Father in heaven, I'll confess you before the angels in heaven. You know? But if we go around, we know, oh, I don't, oh, you know, life is terrible, you know, and where's Jesus when you need him? Probably doesn't like me. Oh, please. Can't do that to yourself. Uh, have you ever robed the dawn in red, disturbed the haunts of wicked men, and stopped the arm that raised a, to strike? Look at that! Now, thank God it's not us, but praise the Lord! Somebody's going to pull a gun on you, and they didn't. Praise the Lord! Have you ever explored? The, oh, and another thing about my praise report, getting that RV—I forgot my concealed carry. You know, I didn't have it with me, but when you'll feel I was going—I don't care. I'm fine. <laughs> the Lord's my protector. Praise God! I just amazed at that guy. Anyway. Have you explored the springs which come, which the sea come, or walked in the sources of their depths? the The locate, Look at that. Has you found the locations of uh, the gates of death? Wow, they're really there. Been revealed to you? Do you realize the extent of the earth? Tell me if you know. Where does the light come from? How does it get there? Or tell me about the darkness. Where does it come from? Can you find its boundaries? Go to its source. Jesus, you don't believe me to think. Think I'm, I believe. Yeah. Of course, you know all this. <laughs> Boy, the Lord's really giving it to him. I mean, Job says I spoke without thinking you know, in a minute, but we won't get to that part. For you, uh, for you were born before it was all created, and you were so, you were so very experienced. <laughs> no, we weren't. You know, that would help you and I. Jesus built all this stuff before I got here. He could take care of me. That's what the Lord was trying to tell him. Where is the path? To the distribution point of life. I mean, of light. Where is the home of the east wind? Who dug the valleys in the torrents of rain? Who laid out the path for the lightning, causing the rain to fall upon the, der- the barren deserts? Wow. Well, Lord, you don't think you had anything to do with that. Oh, yes, he did. So that the parched and barren ground is satisfied. Water, tender grass springs up. Has the, has the rain a father? Where does the dew come from? Who is the mother of the ice and frost? The water changes and turns to ice as hard as rock. Can you hold back the stars? Can you restrain Orion or Pleiades? Wow. Can you ensure the proper sequence of the seasons? Man, I tell you, God takes care of all this. He can take care of us. Praise the Lord. Now, remember what happened to Job. Job lost it all. But he started whining there at the end. The Lord was trying to show him, I'm going to take care of you, but I'm also going to take care of this rat that thinks you won't love me unless you have everything all the time, you know. All right. Can you ensure the proper sequence of seasons or guide the constellation of the bear and her satellites across the heavens? And what's so cool is those things are not moving around and going, well, I guess Mars has a good view of all these mathematical or, or mapping things. No, Earth does. We're in such a unique place. All the heavens out there, you can guide your car. You can walk home at night. If you get lost in the woods and go, Ooh, there's the Big Dipper north. Oh, I was going the wrong way. You don't have to go, well. Be nice if God put a design up there. I could, could, man. We navigate by those stars. Praise the Lord. That John Wayne movie I was talking about, uh, Phil. You know, during broad daylight, he had a little sextant with him, and he was going, "We gotta go this way." <laughs> I mean, what if the moon and then the sun was just, it was just whatever jolly well wanted to do? No, here we go. Can you ensure the proper balance of the seasons, uh, or guide the constellation of the bear? Look at this. Wow. Do you know the law of the universe and how the heavens influence the earth? Can you shout to the clouds, make it rain? Can you make lightning appear and cause it to strike as you direct it? Who gives institution and instinct? Who is wise enough to number all the clouds? Who can tilt the water jars of heaven when everything is dust and clods? Wow. Where it come from? <laughs> the maker of it. Can you stalk prey like a lioness to satisfy the young lion's appetites as they lie in their dens or lie in wait in jungle? Who provides for the ravens when their young cry out to God as they struggle from their nest in hunger? Wow, all that's amazing. You ever found a little bird before and you're thinking, Man, it's got to have me. Well, I really don't. It'll be all right. The Lord will take care of it. Anyway, let's stop. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We just thank you. You created everything. Praise the Lord. You will take care of us. Praise the Lord. Like you told Job, where were you <laughs> when you created all this stuff? Praise God. We weren't there, but you were, and you'll take care of us. So, Father, if we're not feeling good today, praise the Lord, the God of heaven and earth. You created us out of the dust of the ground. You can take care of every little problem that come across our bodies. Same thing's true financially. You bless Solomon with so much gold and silver and all the stuff he needed. He was the richest of all. You'll take care of us. And if it's not that, it's something else. But praise the Lord. <laughs> we weren't there when you created everything. So you'll take care of us. Just like those ravens that had crying for food and whatever. You'll take care of us. Yeah, we consider the lilies of the field. how They tore, they, ne- they neither tore nor uh, sow. And, and yet you take care of them. You clothe them with such beauty. Like you said, as Solomon was clothed. So, Lord, you'll take care of it, whatever big problem we may have. That doesn't leave anything left, but for us to boldly tell others, it's Jesus, as we tell others about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen.